If you have your Bibles with you tonight, praise God, I want you to go with me to Revelations chapter 2. Revelations chapter 2. Stand with me all over the building for the reading of the Word tonight. Revelations chapter 2. We're going to go to verse 7. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Father, for the next few moments here tonight, I ask you, Lord, to just use me as a mouthpiece for the Holy Ghost. Lord, I pray that you would give us the spiritual ears to hear your voice in this word tonight. Give us the spiritual eyes to see the path as you lay it out before us. Father, give us the godly wisdom, Lord, to walk in that path. And we thank you and praise you for it. And everybody said, in Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated. I want to talk to you tonight. The title of this message is, He That Hath an Ear. And in parentheses, the Word of God is for the church. Say that with me tonight. The Word of God is for the church. Amen. That's right. The Bible here, as it starts out, says, He that hath an ear, let him hear. We're going to take a look at this tonight. Now, the Word of God is for the church. Now, what is the Word of God? It is the sword of the Spirit, is it not? Church, the sword is for the soldier. The sword is not for everybody. The sword was designed for what? Battle. That's right. The sword wasn't designed to put up on the wall and look at it. The sword was not designed to set it on the mantle. It wasn't designed to set on the coffee table. As a, it wasn't designed to set on the table as a, 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 a what do you call that? A something piece. No, what you put, centerpiece, there you go. Amen. Wasn't designed as a centerpiece. It's a weapon. It's a weapon. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. This ain't no, this ain't no game, folks. People have treated the Word of God, the sword of the Spirit, as though it's a little novel. They have treated the sword of the Spirit no different than they would treat a dime store paperback book. But it truly is a sword, and the sword is for the soldier. The weapon is for the warrior. It's not for the common fellow. 
2 Timothy 2.4. Sister Brenda, go. 2 Timothy 2.4. Okay. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him. Many are called, few are chosen. Isn't that right? What are you chosen for? It says it right there in 2 Timothy 2.4. You see how you got to rightly divide the word? said, who have chosen him to what? Be a soldier. Many are called, just like in the military. Uncle Sam wants you. But you know what? You don't just sign up they start throwing guns at you and give you a rocket launcher and a M... Well, they don't just, just throw a... a, a uh, 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 rocket launchers and throw you the keys to a fighter jet and a tank and say, here, man, here's your Humvee, get after it. No, man, you got to go through a lot of training first. And the first part of that is called what? Boot camp. Now, I'm not talking about this Mickey Mouse stuff nowadays. I'm talking about real boot camp back there that make you or break you, make you either quit or make a soldier out of you. Amen. And praise God when they, uh, uh, man, back, back then, buddy, I mean, listen, you were all in or you was out. And so it's the same way in the kingdom of God. Man, except times a thousand. If you're truly going to be in the kingdom of God, honey, you're going to absolutely be all in or you're out. You can miss heaven by that much. Missed it is missed it. How many of you know a liar ain't going to make heaven? Did you know a liar's hell is going to be the same hell as the mass murderers? Did you know a liar's hell going to be the same hell that uh, that every other type of sin put them in? Oh, no, that's a really bad sin right there. My God, now, dear God, now, that's going to be, he's going to be knocking the bottom out of hell. He's going to have 12 kinds of hell. No, hell is hell. A white lie is going to put you in the same hell as every sin you've ever heard of in your life. Period. End of story. Bible said, Bible said, no liars shall enter therein. The Bible says there won't be no liars there. The Bible tells you there won't be no sinners there. There ain't no sin going to enter in. The Bible says no sin shall enter therein. Hmm? hmm? Well, I'm going to tell you, if he's gay... There ain't no such thing as a gay man. It's a perverted nut. That ain't no man. He ain't no man. That's right. And he also calls it an abomination. That's right. Did you know? <laughs> did you know that women that wear men's clothing are also an abomination? Not the, not the wearing of the clothes is the abomination. The person is the abomination. The Bible says, and they that do it are an abomination. It didn't say the doing of it's an abomination. The ones that are doing it are the abomination. Woman putting on a man's apparel and a man putting on a woman's apparel. You ain't going to see me in no dress, not even in gist. I ain't never mind. It's really never crossed my mind what it felt like to have a dress on. I ain't going to never know. I guarantee you I ain't going to never know. You sure ain't. God didn't make me to wear a dress. But you know what? If he did, I'd be styling and profiling it, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'd be styling it. <laughs> but he didn't. 
so I won't. Everybody's going, thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all couldn't handle these legs. <laughs> My wife just went blind. She said, I can't. <laughs> and I'm married to you. <laughs> Amen. Now, silence, woman. Silence. Be quiet. <laughs> oh, her mind's all over the place right now. Now, y'all better straighten up over there. I'm fixed to have an altar call at the beginning of service. Now, you know, the Bible says, and it tells us throughout the Bible that the sword is for the soldier. Isn't that right? The sword is for the soldier. And, and listen, the Word of God is for the church. It's not for the world. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, dear God, i got to go. I just remembered I left something in the microwave. Oh, my God, I can't, oh, I can't hear it. I can't be hearing all that. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute now, crazy preacher. Wait a minute, crazy man. Now, oh, wait a minute now. The Word of God says uh, uh, over there in Mark 16, 15 now, go in all the Word, preach the gospel to every creature. Oh, uh-oh, oh, oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah, come on, you know, I know what that word says, but let's take a little closer look, shall we? Amen. How many of you have ever heard a teaser? How many of you have ever heard a teaser uh, on, the, on the movies or on the, on the television? Huh. One man, one town, one mission to save the lost souls before it's too late. How many of y'all ever heard a little old, how many of y'all ever heard a little old, uh, uh, a teaser like that? Huh? You get a little trailer, a little piece of it. You know what? Then you gotta make up your mind. Well, they don't just give you the whole movie, they give you a piece of it. They give you some of that good stuff, some of the little best parts of the movie to suck you in and to see, then you gotta make up a mind. Then you gotta make up your mind. You gotta make a choice. Alright? You gotta make a choice. Are you gonna go all in? Are you gonna pay the price of the ticket? Amen? Do you want to see the whole movie? Now, and I'm gonna tell you, my wife will tell you, I don't play no games with no movie. I get mad. I throw a, I throw a remote. Through the wall makes me mad. If you're gonna watch this movie, sit down. If you ain't gonna watch this movie, go somewhere else, do something else. Don't be coming up down through all the movie. Either watch it or get away from it. If you're gonna watch the movie, come on, watch the movie. Don't be trying to watch it cooked up in the kitchen and all that. Come on, I can hear it in there. You're missing the whole thing. You know, on date night, gonna be up doing all kinds of stuff. Woman, get in here and sit down. Amen. But listen. Church, you gotta make up your mind. Is this something you wanna part of? Is this something you wanna experience? Is this something you want? Amen. He said, go ye therefore into all the world and preach the gospel unto every creature. And he that believeth and is baptized. Brother Edward, would you please, if you would be so kind as to go over to 
Acts chapter 2, verse 41. Watch how I'm going to throw this right in there with that and watch how it rightly divides here. He said in Mark 16, 15, he said, Go ye therefore into all the world and preach the gospel unto every creature. And he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Let's say is saved, shall be saved. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Okay? Now, what's it say over there in Acts chapter 2.41? Now, this is right after the plan of salvation was preached on the day of Pentecost. Amen? Now, listen, this message is titled, He that hath an ear, let him hear. See, the emphasis is him to 41. He said, let him that hear. That's not the book of Acts. Could make a world of difference, Exodus and Acts. Amen. Just a slight difference there. About, you know, a couple thousand years. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> okay. Go ahead, brother. What's it say in Acts 2, 41? They that gladly received His Word were baptized. See that? See that? Okay. So, what happens? What happens? <laughs> Peter went into all the world. You know what Jesus told him? Jesus told him, he said, hey, I, he said, you shall receive power after that. The over and get that for me. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. He said, you shall receive power after that. The Holy Ghost huh, has come upon you. Praise God. Power for what? Power for what? Come on. And... And you shall be witnesses. You shall receive power. That's what they receive power for, to be witnesses. Go ahead. You shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem. Jerusalem. In all Judea. In all Judea. Samaria. And to the uttermost parts of the earth. Starting in Jerusalem. The Lord told His disciples, Go and tarry in Jerusalem and wait until you be endued with power from on high. Praise God. They went to Jerusalem. They began to pray in the upper room. They were in one mind and one accord. And the Bible says in 2-1, go ahead, come on, 2-1, 2-1, go, go, go. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, come on. They were all with one accord in one place. Listen, and suddenly... Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Praise God. It filled all the house where they were sitting. And it sat upon each one of them. See that? Praise God. Now, he said, go and tarry in Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. They went to Jerusalem. Praise God. They received power to become witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and into the uttermost parts of the earth. Praise God. Starting in Jerusalem. And the day of Pentecost, when it was fully come, they received that power and they began right there at the day of Pentecost in Jerusalem. Praise God. Where the Lord poured out the Holy Ghost and He poured it out. Why? Because you can't understand without the Holy Ghost. And so the Lord gave them their first message through Peter, the preacher that day, whom the Lord gave the keys to the kingdom to, and He preached the very first message. Amen. And you know what? He went into all the world 
And he began right there where Jesus said to begin in Jerusalem. Okay? And he preached to all of that world in that area right there because they had all gathered to Pentecost. They had all gathered for the Feast of Weeks, which was Pentecost. They had all come from all over the place to gather together into this place. There were thousands of people there, thousands that he preached to. And 3,000 souls gladly received that message. And because they did, the first thing they did was what the plan of salvation says, what the first message said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. What's it for? For the remission of sins. It ain't for no outward expression of your inward conviction. It's for remission of sins. That's what it's for. Praise God. And it also is for so much more. Amen. And so they gladly received it. You know what? They had an ear and they began to hear what the Spirit was saying to the churches. Until you become Baptized in the name. Till you are called by His name. You are not the church. I don't care if you've got the biggest buildings and the biggest organizations that's ever crossed this earth, that's ever been here on this planet. I don't care how many people you got calling themselves Christians. Man, if there is, if there is absolutely an atrocity on this planet, it is the Catholic Church. It is an atrocity. It's an atrocity to God. It is pure wickedness. Yet, it's the biggest organization in the world. And I guess probably one of the biggest now, too, is the Muslims. It's another atrocity of God. It doesn't matter how many call themselves Christians. At least Catholics got the sense not to call themselves Christians. They don't even profess Christianity. They don't. It's a good thing. Because Catholicism ain't Christianity, but it's a good thing they don't profess Christianity. You ask any of them, are you a Christian? They'll say, no, I'm a Catholic. Yeah, well, that's as far as the truth as you can get anyway, but yeah, but anyway, that's what they say. Now, so listen, you know what that teaser is in the movies? It's to build a desire in you to see whether or not you want to see the movie. You know? How many, uh, how many ever had some, uh, somebody that was cooking something said, here, my wife does this on me. I get scared sometimes. Taste this. It makes me very scared. I'm like, what's wrong with it? <laughs> no, she says, here, honey, taste this. Taste this. I don't want to. Just try a little bit. Just a little piece. <laughs> then I taste it. If it's good, I'm like, oh, man, I got to admit this is good now. Man. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah. Stick around a while, brother. Stick around a while. Stick around a while. You get a few more years where she's in too deep to leave, then then you can call it like it is. <laughs> Amen. She said, man, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Amen. That's right. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to leave it at that. Amen. <clears throat> anyway. 
But listen, church. It's, it's the same way when we preach the Word of God. We go out to the world. He that hath an ear, let him hear. See, listen. You need to hear. You need to hear the beginning of it. You need to hear what the Lord can do. You know, you go out and you minister to somebody just like you was doing, Sister Hutton. You know, hey, there's a church. Or just like some of you other ones have done and ministered to other people. Listen, uh, you know, you ought to come check out this church. You know, man, I'm having all these problems. I'm having all these problems. Well, you know what? I, I have the answer for that. I know the answer to that, man. And Well, you know, I tried all that. No, you hadn't tried this. Well, I tried it. Now, you know, I don't know about it. You know what? Give it a chance. And And listen, what do you got to lose? A couple of Sundays out of your football schedule? What do you got to lose, man? I mean, what do you got to lose? All that problems you got, maybe, you know. But, I mean, it ain't like the problems are going to be, uh, they ain't going nowhere. I mean, uh, listen, you hadn't figured them out this far. So far, so what you got to lose? Hey, man, why not try something you ain't tried yet? Hey, man, they'll be there when you get back. Yeah, man, don't worry about it. Nobody's going to come steal your problems and run off with them. I mean, they'll steal everything else you got, but ain't nobody going to get nothing to work with or steal your problems. I mean, they're, they're going to be right there. They'll bring them back. If they if they get misplaced, somebody will make sure they find You don't even have to put a tag. You don't even have to put a name tag on your problems. Hey, man, my bills could get lost not even have my name on them. People come knocking my door at midnight. Hey, excuse me, man. I'd like to never found these bills, man. I found them floating on the bottom of a creek. I scuba dive down there and got them for you, man, because that's the kind of friend I am. There you go. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Appreciate it, pal. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. So they'll find you. So you got nothing to lose. But you know what? The Bible says they that gladly received it, they were baptized. That means they repented. They followed what Peter told them to follow. You know what? And if somebody don't gladly receive it, they ain't going to get nothing no way. God ain't going to tell you what's going on. You don't get the inside scoop, honey, unless you're in the club. You hear me? You don't get the inside info unless you're in this. You're not going to stand out there and do all that out there and come in here and get what I got. I'm sorry, partner, but this stuff here for the kingdom of God. This stuff here ain't to be trampled under your nasty feet. This stuff here is for the king's people. Praise God. This is for the kingdom. You're still in democracy. You can't have what I got and be in a democracy, man. You've got to be part of what I'm part of, or you can't have what I got, because this comes from the king. Amen. You ain't taking what I got and trying it under your feet. No, you ain't. And I'm going to tell you something right now. God supplies for this church. But if anybody thinks this church right here is going to hold them up out there with money and all that kind of stuff while they're living out there in that world, they've lost their mind. They ain't got no idea what it takes to support this little church right here, man. Look around you. Ain't none of us made of money. We just They just went up on our rent, $300 a month. That's almost $4,000 a year they went up. One swap, boom, just like that. Give me 30 days notice, man. Huh. Yeah, give us 30 days notice. I know what's all behind that, because this guy down here wants to open a liquor store here. Too bad, so sad. <laughs> Ain't happening. But, uh, no, man. The things of God are not for the wicked. And it ain't going to happen. And, you know, just as you said earlier, sister... And we were talking what you were talking about earlier. Understanding this ain't for the people out there. They're going to have to pay the price. This comes with a cost. 
I didn't just learn all this stuff. God didn't just pull up and say, hey, excuse me, man. Yes, you with the, you with the beer. Hey, listen, you with the, uh, you with the, you, you with the party man. Uh, hey, come here, party man. Hey, huh, listen, let me just throw all this revelation on you. Let me just give you a church. You know what? I just walked in this church one day. It looked just like this. And the guy just said, here, take this. No, no, I just want you to have it. Here, let me, let me bring some people together for you. Here, here's you a church. The Lord didn't just say, hey, but tell you what, man, here's you a church. Here's you a building. It's all done. It's all ready. Here you go. Buddy, this was a slab. When I got in here, that wall was not there. It was one building all the way back to there. None of this was here. This was one straight wall back there. There was no paint on these walls. There was a concrete slab right here on this floor. There was nothing in here. First thing we did was have church in here. Shortly after that, we covered this floor with Scripture. Wrote Scripture all over this floor. Wherever you're standing, you're standing on the Word of God. Amen. And then after that, praise God, I built that wall right there, and I put that door in right there. Amen. And uh, and we, man, I started. I got my painters over here, and we textured these walls here. Amen. And uh, looks pretty good. Yeah, I built the pulpit, built the altars. Praise God, I did all that stuff. I built all this stuff. Amen. Huh? Stuff don't just poof, poof. It happens. A lot of work goes into this. You know what? It's more than worth it. Amen. This ain't the first time I've done this. That ain't the first pulpit I've built. Amen. And this ain't the first church I did. This ain't the first church I carpeted. This ain't the first church I painted. Last church I had was a concrete slab when I got it. <laughs> I started over several times in my life, different things. But if you think you're just going to come in off street... And get what I got, you've lost your mind. Oh, there's some dues to pay. That's what's wrong with this world today. Nobody wants to start at the bottom. Everybody wants to start at the top. I have guys, man, that don't even speak English come over here talking about, uh, yeah, man, I, I'm a signal man. They learn how to say that. Really? Oh, yeah. Are you good? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's good because I got a translator. Oh, yeah, he's good, see the man. Is that right, man? Yeah, how long has he been in it? Three years. They ain't an acoustical ceiling in Mexico. Don't tell me he's a ceiling man. Come over here and you start telling him, hey, man, uh, can you do this curvature or, or composo? Can you put in a floating ceiling? Can you put in this? Can you put in that? Can you put verticals in? Huh, what, huh, what? Yeah. They don't know what the heck you're talking about. You know. But, oh, yeah, they can do it. How much you need an hour? $20. Oh, yeah. I mean, they'll tell you $18, $17 an hour, and you get out there, man, and they, they, don't even know how to, they don't even know which end of a broom to hold. You don't start at the top. You start at the bottom. Even when the Lord, even when you start climbing toward the top, you better be careful. Man, one slip, boom. Boom, 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 boom. End over end over end. Smack. 
down back down at the bottom. Then you got to climb it again, this time with bruises and broke legs, two broke feet. Just thought I'd throw that in there. Church, the Word of God is for the faithful. You know why you get what you get? Because you're in covenant. Why do you get what you get? Because you're committed. Why do you get what you get? Because you're in this thing. That's why. You don't get the battle plan if you ain't in the battle. Why would the Lord want to give away His strategy? To those that fight and war against him. You're not going to get the... Listen, how many of you know there are secrets to every video game? Yeah. Used to, you'd have to seek them out and find them. But now, of course, you can go online and get the cheat books that tell you all the little secrets so you don't have to figure it out for yourself. That's the problem right there. So that's what these little Bibles are that they keep changing. They're cheat books. i got news for you, honey. They ain't no cheat book. You ain't going to get no cheat book to this deal, buddy. You better, you're going to have to go the old-fashioned way. Praise God. You're going to have to earn it. Huh. Everybody wants a free ticket to heaven. And they want to leave from a football game. Yeah, they want a free ticket to heaven from wherever it is they're at when that trumpet sounds. Oh, yeah, well, I was over at the bar hanging out. But, uh, man, that trumpet sounded. Uh, I'm ready. Let's go. They really think that's how it's going to happen. I can't tell you how many people... I guarantee you, you go to a bar right now. You could go to a bar right now and find the the, the drunkest man in that bar, the more the the or the him and the biggest bar fly, and you could take them over. I mean, buddy, they could be sinning ever sin on the planet, and be known for it. And you know what? Let them walk out here and get run over by a truck, and everybody that knows them. They're in a better place now. Oh, they're in a wonderful place now. Oh, thank God. They'll all go get their little dress. Even to my mother, precious, precious woman of God, you've never known a more Pentecostal woman in all of your life. I don't know if I can even get this thing as short. I'm going to show you something right here. That was the dress that my my niece wore right there to her funeral. Holy Ghost filled woman of God, like, and and that's what they wore, and want to see to it that I didn't preach, and that y'all didn't come. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I told them? All of them sitting around, I told them, I said, you know what? I know where she's at. There was a few Pentecostals from there 
that knew her all her life. <clears throat> and said, uh, I said, I know where she's at. And I said, the only way you're ever going to see her again, any of you, is to live exactly like she lived. Short of that, you will not make it. This ain't for the world. This message is not for the world. The Bible says in Matthew 5 and 6, Blessed are they, blessed are they that do hunger and thirst after righteousness. What is righteousness, Sister Hutton? Come on. Well, it's what he says is right. Awesome, girl. There you go, sister. Now you, now you talking. That's how you rock the pastor right there, sister. That's how you make me dance. Praise God. Whoo, Hallelujah. That's what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Man, I want you to learn this stuff and know it. Praise God. Man, and you'll know how to teach that to other people. They're, they're missing, they misunderstand. They don't get it because they've never been taught it. It's not that they're stupid. They just, they never been taught it. Amen. But when you start thinking about it in proper perspective, all that word makes more sense and it comes together. Then you start reading about His righteousness and righteousness and you think, well, well that's what it is. And you say, well, now that makes more sense. Now it makes more sense. And then you get, you start going deeper, deeper in that word. It takes you to places you've never been before. You read over it a bunch of times. But there's little keys, little ways into this word once you get in it. You'd be walking down in there, man, like a kid at a candy store. Wow, I never knew all this was in here. Amen. It's awesome, ain't it, sister? Praise God. Amen. The Bible said, blessed are they, or blessed are they, that do hunger and thirst after righteousness. For they shall be filled. They. Who is they? The ones that hunger and thirst. You, If you ain't hungry for it, you ain't going to get it. How many of you ever tried to eat when you wasn't hungry? Amen. You know what? God's got to see a hunger, for He's going to start shoveling food at you. Amen. When he, when you got a hunger for that word and for what's right, when you got a hunger for something that may rub you the wrong way, no matter what, bring it on, God. He says, okay, now you're in proper perspective. Now you can have the whole thing. I'll give you the whole meal, but if you think you're going to take the cake off of it and eat that and throw the rest back at me, you lost your mind. You better get that fork, get to cutting. You better get to cutting that meat. You better get to cutting on that. Hallelujah. Amen. You're going to have the whole meal. Don't you take it. Don't you come get the ice cream. Look at Sister Erica blushing over there. Look at her try to hide. See, don't you come get the ice cream and leave the rest of it in there. Uh-uh. No, no. See, I got that same problem. I can pick on you because I'm an ice cream fanatic. I did not ask you all that. Now, see, now there's a, there's a place you can go too far. <laughs> Amen. I have a many a time, I guarantee you. No, ain't going there. And I would believe that it would, only a Yankee could know that. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Now, okay. So you know what the Bible says? You know, we were talking about them teasers earlier. Amen. Okay, what's the, uh, 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 Sister, uh, Sister Hutton, would you get me Psalms 34 and 8, please? Psalms 34 and 8, please. 
Okay, we're going to get some scriptures tonight. Sister, uh, Sister Tara, would you get me 2 Thessalonians 2, 10 through 12? Okay, now, and I'm going to get one here. Hold on just a minute here. Okay. Now, okay. Give me that one over, sister, you just had that I just asked you for, Sister Hutton. Psalm 34 and 8. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. See, oh, oh, taste and see. That's what preach the word unto every creature is about. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Okay? Matthew eleven twenty eight says this. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. Okay? And I will give you rest. There's the giving. There's the free stuff. There's the taste. Oh, taste and see. And then after that, right there's where things change. Right there. Then he says, okay... Take my yoke upon you. That's where you say, yes, Lord, I do. He says, come unto me. There's the calling. There's the betrothal. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. There's the teaser. There's the one that draws you in. That's to see, hey, is this for you? Do, do you want this? Then he said, take my yoke upon you. It doesn't say, learn of me, then take my yoke upon you. It says, take my yoke upon you, because, honey, until you take his yoke upon you, you ain't going to learn nothing he's got. He ain't going to give away nothing, buddy. You get the taste, you get the taste test, and then you either take it or leave it. You ain't going to bypass it. The Bible says any man that try to climb up any other way, the same as a thief and a robber. So until you take on the name of Jesus and go just like everybody else has since the beginning of this thing, on the day of Pentecost, they that gladly received it were baptized, gladly received that word, were baptized in Jesus' name. They were baptized and there were added unto them that day. Why? Because they were baptized. They were repented and baptized. That's how they were added. There were added unto them 3,000 souls that day. How were they added? Baptized in Jesus' name. They gladly received it. They were baptized in Jesus' name. So he says, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. And then he says, After you, after you, uh, after you take, take my yoke upon you, then you take your yoke upon him. Then he says, Okay, now I'll teach you something. Now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna show you something. And to listen to what happens next. Okay, over in 2 Timothy 2.15, it says, Sister Eric's gonna tell me what it says right now, cause she's memorized it. 2 Timothy 2.15, study. Come on. Uh, 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 come on. Unto God. See that? Study to show thyself approved. Unto God. Workman that needeth not be ashamed. Right to divide the word of truth. Okay. So here's the word of God. It says, listen. Now, he says, take my yoke upon you. Learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. Now, after he says, take my yoke upon you. Okay. Learn of me. Learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you will find rest unto your soul. Amen. You will find that deep rest that lies deep within the Word of God that you will never, ever find until you take on His name. Until you take His yoke up on you. How do we do that, Sister Sandra? How do we do that? Baptism in His name. We take on His name. Amen. Praise God. Once you take on His yoke, 
Then you study to show yourself approved. He said, learn of me. Learn of me. The Bible says over in the book of Hebrews, the Bible says in Hebrews 11.6, it says, before you can come to him, you must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them. He's a rewarder of who? He's a rewarder of who? Who's them? That diligently seek him. Amen. See that? He rewards those that diligently seek him. What's the beginning of seeking him? The beginning of it is study. That's right. It's the desire. It's the hunger. That's right. You hunger, you desire, you look into it. Amen. And you take on his name. You gladly receive it. Then he gives you the ears to hear what the Spirit saith unto the who? The churches. It's the church, man. That's who the Spirit's talking to. These people out there can call it their church all they want to, but the Spirit ain't talking to them. Maybe some spirits. Don't get me wrong. But it ain't the Spirit I'm following. Oh, there's some spirits out there talking all kind of crazy stuff. <laughs> but it ain't the Spirit I'm following. This is good stuff right here. This is a good word right here. This is some good Bible right here, praise God. I love it when the Lord just lays stuff on my heart, praise God. Man, you never know. All that's just, just in that first little he that hath an ear. All that ties into that one, one little bit of text right there. He that hath an ear, praise God. This is telling you who it is he's talking about. He that hath an ear. That's just the first part, praise God. We're fixing to break into the second part. Amen. Everybody's like, oh, praise God, we're going to be here on Monday. Amen. <laughs> Amen. You know what? When you get to that teaser, you like it. If you like it and you think it's for you, you're going to have to buy it. Ain't going to be none of that smoochy, smoochy, smooch, smoochy. Put a ring on it, baby. <laughs> was that crazy song come out years ago, a few years back? If you, if you, uh, 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 something, if you love it, put a ring on it. If you like it and you want it, put a ring on it or something like that. You ain't gonna get this till you put a ring on it, buddy. You're gonna have to put the king's ring on your finger. You ain't going to get what I got. God don't play the harlot. And God don't run around with no harlots. I don't care what this world tries to say. You're going to have to come out among all that. You're going to have to be a part of this thing. You're going to have to trade what you had for what He's offering. Amen. And then when you've shown forth a hunger for what He's got and a commitment, you want to make a commitment, praise God. And you want to, you want to do it old school. Amen. See, the devil wants to make everybody think that we're a bunch of nuts. And just like this young world thinks these older folks is crazy. Oh my God, y'all are crazy. Why y'all do things so stupidly? It got you here, you little no-count. I better watch that right there, because make me want to drop-kick one of them through the goalpost of life. How you think you got here? Huh? It was good enough to put clothes on your back, food in your belly, 
It was good enough for you when you needed mom and daddy to do things for you. Now what's going on? Now it ain't good enough? It made this country what it is today. Don't you tell me how broke it is. Look at the mess you got going on now. You're the one put that nut in the White House. Can't even buy it, amen. My cricket died. My cricket jumped, jumped ship on me. I did not ask you all that. <laughs> I can't remember the last good president we had. I guess... Reagan was about the best I remember, but even he was looking to soothsayers to tell him, make decisions and all kind of stuff. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is righteousness exalted the nation. Sin is a reproach to any people, folks. The Bible's clear. Now, okay, who's got that who's got that scripture, Second Thessalonians two ten? Come on. Twelve. Of unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. Because they received not the love of the truth. Listen to this. That they might be saved. See that? You know, there's another scripture that talks just exactly about that right there. Second Timothy 4, 2 through 5. Hold your place right there where you just were, sister, at 2, 10 through 12. Okay? Hold your place right there. And I'm going to show you something over here in 4 through 5. Now, right there it says, and he, and he shall... Uh, 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 there, what did it say there? Read that again, 10 through 12. Now listen to this last part of it. Come on. And, all, and received not the love of the truth, listen, that they might be saved. They received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. You're going to have to love this message. This is the only way you're going to be saved. And they received not the love of the truth. Who does that sound like out here? This world received not the love of this truth that they might be saved. They don't want this. You could do, you could convince them that this is the only way to be saved. They still wouldn't want it because they ain't going to give up what they're doing. They ain't about to quit what they're doing. If it takes this to be saved, 90% of them will tell you, I don't want it then. They'll tell you straight out. I'm going to tell you right now, I know, I know personally people in my family that have declared it. If that's what it takes, I don't want nothing to do with it. Straight up told me that. Well, you know what? If a God would put people in hell for, or for things like that, then I wouldn't serve a God like that. Oh, is that right? That's exactly what they said. You know them. And I'm going to tell you, you talking about a scary place to be, buddy. When you let me tell you something, you won't even you won't even reach hell. You'll just be on the way to hell when you realize that that was the stupidest thing you ever said. Oh, your mind's going to change right then. 
Mm. Now, okay, go ahead. He said, and for this, for this cause, listen. God shall send them strong delusions. Okay, hold your place right there. Now listen to what it says over here in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2. Listen to what it says. Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, re, re, uh, exhort, with all, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. Listen to what it says here. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after the lust of their own heart shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. See that? First of all, they turn away their ears from the truth and they shall be turned. God will turn them then. He said, okay, you want to turn away your ears from the truth? You want to play that, I can't hear you, I can't hear you, I can't hear you game. God said, okay. You don't want to hear me? Poof. Okay. You won't hear me. And the Bible says, for that reason, he will send them strong delusions. You know what strong delusions that is? You know, it is? Well, we believe if y'all came up and said that simple little prayer, you're all saved. Oh, you're on your way to heaven right now. Have your best life now. As the devil's going, <laughs> have your best life now. <laughs> oh yes, my, huh, you're going to be successful beyond measure. <laughs> if you could hear, you could hear the background noise. Hmm. For this cause shall he send them strong delusions. Amen. They're going to believe a lie and be damned. Now, okay, I want you to look at Matthew 13. Matthew 13, and we're going to start in verse 13. Therefore speak out to them in parables, because they see, see not. And hearing, they hear not, neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which is Isaiah, which saith, By hearing ye shall hear and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see and shall not perceive. Listen carefully to verse 15. For this people's heart is waxed gross. And their ears are dull of hearing. Now listen to, listen carefully to this part. This is chapter 13, Matthew 13, verse 15. Their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed. Who closed them? They did. Lest at any time they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. Now, a lot of people look at that and they say, Well, dear God, it sounds like Jesus don't want to heal them. No, that ain't what he's saying right there. He said, They've closed their eyes. They've closed their ears. Lest at any time they should hear with their ears and see with their eyes, and be converted. See? They don't want to be converted. They don't want to quit what they're doing. He said, And I should heal them. They should understand with their heart and should be converted. You see, they don't want that. They don't want to hear what you said. They don't even want to come. 
If they got a hunger for this, buddy, they don't want to come. Because they're afraid they may get in here and like it. Yeah. They're afraid they may get in here. And, and if they did like it, oh, dear God, then they don't want to be a part of the clan out there and have to explain why they wear dresses all the time. They don't want to go through the people chastising them, saying, well, you wear a dress, oh, you're taking us back to 150 years. Well, I guess you're going to wear a brawl, too. Oh, dear God, what are you doing? Why well, you're taking us back 100 years. You're setting us back. You're setting us back. We're almost men. Come on, keep going. They ought to say it like they mean it. That's exactly what they're pushing toward. I don't care how many surgeries you have. You ain't going to be a man. You hear me? God didn't make you a man. You ain't never going to be one. I don't care how many surgeries you have. You ain't going to be a woman. God didn't make you a woman. You ain't going to be no woman. I care what you try. You ain't going to change what God made, buddy. You ain't got the authority. Well, it's a... I was really a woman inside. No, man, your brain is fried. It rhymes with that. But what you are is Satan inside. And you need to get Satan on the outside. Put your pants back on, boy. Pull them up and be a man. Limp-wristed. Sally boy. Oh, what is wrong with this world? What is wrong with this world? All right. Verse 16. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. Who's he talking to right there? He's talking to the church. Amen. He's talking to the church. Amen. Paul is talking to Timothy here. Praise God. Mm-mm-mm. This was, I mean, no, this is the Lord talking to, Lord talking to, uh, to the church. Amen. That's right. Praise God. Now, okay. Okay, sister, sister Sandra, would you get me Isaiah 44:18? And I want everybody else to turn with me to, uh, Romans chapter 11. Romans chapter 11. We're going to go to verse 7. What then? Israel hath not obtained that which he seeketh. For, but the election hath obtained it. You see that? And the rest were blinded. He said, what then? Israel hath not obtained that which he seeketh for. But the election hath obtained it, and the rest were blinded. Okay. Who's the election? Who's the election, church? Excuse me? Huh? Come on now. Think about the word. Oh, come on with it. What was that? That's right. you got to think about the Word. The election. 
It's the chosen. They are elected. God elected them. Many are called, but few are chosen. They are the elect. The Bible says, for the elect's sake. I have shortened the days. The elect are those that He's chosen. They are the election. They are those that have been elected by God. Amen. The chosen. The chosen few. Okay, so He says, But the election hath obtained it. We found what we were seeking for. And the rest were blinded. According as it is written, God hath given them the spirit of slumber. Eyes that they should not see, and ears that they should not hear unto this day. Oh, come on with me. Y'all with me? And David said, Let their table be made a snare and a trap and a stumbling block and a recompense unto them. Let their eyes be darkened that they may not see and bow down their back always. Okay, now listen carefully. Listen carefully now. You listening? I say then, have they stumbled? Who's he talking about here? Hello? Are y'all out there? No, this is talking about Israel right here. They did not receive it. The elect, which are the Gentiles that were elected, they received it. But then he says, okay, I say then, have they stumbled, talking about Israel, that they should fall? God forbid. No, but listen, rather through their fall, salvation is coming to the Gentiles for to provoke them to jealousy. If God had not caused Israel to fall, you would not be here today. But it's because of their fall that God, through that, drew the Gentiles to make Israel jealous. If God hadn't allowed the natural vine or the natural branches to fall, we'd have never got grafted in. How many of you heard about somebody breaking up? And, oh, you just want to make sure that you got the best looking, the greatest one you could find and parade them. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, I... Oh, yeah, they're looking now. Hi, how you doing? And you parading them around. <laughs> parading them around in front of them when you was dating because you felt disgruntled. And you wanted to make sure that one that, that you were happy and you had, of course, you was miserable, but you wasn't going to let them know it. You were doing better than they were. Huh. Oh, yeah, look. <laughs> Man, <laughs> Like to never got rid of the dead weight, but look what I got now. Hi, good to see you. Right, is everything going good? Well, good, good, wonderful. Well, it's going great for me too. See you. Have a good time. Yeah. Lord did the same thing. He said, "Well, y'all don't want me. I'll take them. I'll take that one over begging the crumbs that you were dropping in the floor." You were dropping crumbs from the blessings I was giving you, and I wasn't giving my, I wasn't giving nothing to the dogs. But since you don't want to do with me, amen, dogs gonna be my best friend. I'm taking them. They're hungry. They want what I got. They love me. They want me. They're happy with me. 
They want me. Not just what I can do for them. They want me. You know why? You know why the Gentiles wanted him? Come on, help me out tonight. Why did the Gentiles want him? Because they couldn't have him. Now look what's happened. America wanted God. They wanted more of God. You know what's happened to America? They've lost their appetite. They're too spoiled. Isaiah forty four eighteen, come on. See that? When God shuts you down, folks, you're shut down. Huh. Isaiah 5.20 says this, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter, Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Woe unto them that are mighty to drink strong wine and men of strength to mingle strong drink, which justify the wicked for reward. What's it talking about right there? Those that justify the wicked for reward. What's it talking about right there? That's modern-day churches is what that is. They justify the wicked for reward. Why, sure, you're okay, Mr. Jones. My goodness, well, of course, God God will forgive you for that. Man, I've done a bad thing. And listen, God's grace is sufficient. But, man, I've been shacking up with Miss Jones, you know. God will forgive you for that, you know. Hey, listen, we're all sinners, you know. You know, we're living together, man. We're planning on getting married, though. Listen, it's okay. If you're planning on getting married, just pray about it. You know, hey, it's okay. Why, hello, Bill and John. Well, we're wanting to get married. Well, you know, hey, I, you know, I know, man, it's kind of a, you know, it's kind of a gray area, you know. People just don't. That's what it's talking about right there when it says justifying the wicked for reward. I don't. I don't hold with that. <clears throat> now, next it says which justify the wicked for reward, and take away the righteousness of the righteous from him. Brother Edward, get me Proverbs 17, 15, and 16. 17, verse 15 and 16. Take away the righteous from him. You know what they do? You know how that is? How do they take away the wicked, uh, I mean, take away the righteousness from the righteous from him? How do they do that? You know why? It's by justifying the wicked for reward that they take away the righteousness from the righteous from him. 
Because when they tell him it's okay to do what he's doing, it takes away what I'm preaching from me in that man's mind. It don't take it away from me, but it takes it away from me in the eyes of the man that should have been listening to what I was preaching instead of that nonsense he's paying to hear. See what I mean? Prophesy not unto us right things. Speak unto us smooth words. Come on, brother. And see, it didn't say what they were doing. didn't say what they are doing was an abomination. It said they both are an abomination. It ain't the situation that's an abomination. It's the ones doing it that are the abomination. Amen. Go ahead. That's it. Now, the Bible says, he that hath an ear. What's the next part of it? It says, let him hear. Isaiah 20. I'm going to move quickly and we're getting ready to close. We'll have to finish this another time because it's just too much. Amen. Isaiah 20. Isaiah 20 and 10 says this. No. Hmm. Isaiah 30 and 10. Isaiah 30 and 10. I had it wrote down as 20. I'm sorry. Isaiah 30 and 10. The Bible says, verse 9 says, This is a rebellious people, lying children, children that will not hear the law of the Lord, which say to the seers, See not. And to the prophets, Prophesy not unto us right things. Speak unto us smooth things. Prophesy deceits. Get you out of the way. Turn aside out of the path. Cause the Holy One of Israel to cease from before us. That's the message of this land right here too. God did not say all that now. How do you know? You ain't never looked at the Bible in your life. Oh, no, no. God didn't say, I don't have to because I listen. I listen to some people that's got nine doctor's degrees. What do you got? Mister, you didn't graduate high school. I guess you're real smart. We'll see how smart I am when we're standing in judgment. I'll go with what I got. Yeah, you go ahead and go with what you got. I'm going with what I got. Amen. I think I'll hold on to what I got. Matter of fact, I'm gonna to add to what I got. I'm gonna add some on top of what I got. Praise God. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get deeper in this. I'm gonna to try to even get more. Praise God from what I got now. <laughs> Amen. Cause <laughs> listen, I ain't taking. I'm not gonna take no chances. This is fall to marbles. Amen. Stand with me tonight, brother. Would you turn the big camera off, please, sir? And the small one. You can just close that closer down there. Amen. Thank you, brother. Thank you. That one you'll have to shut down there. There you go.
Amen. Thank you, my brother. I'm sorry, but I didn't get through that message tonight. 